Welcome to the Scott Shepard Podcast. I am a man on a mission to create an army of independent writers, creators, and thinkers who make a hell of a living doing what they love. And it all starts with one thing, and that is doing things the old way, the hard way, the deliberate way, the anti-net way. Listen in as I share thoughts and rants of what goes on behind the scenes as I create an independent knowledge empire where I get to spend my days doing what I love, reading, writing, and thinking while making a hell of a living and helping my people do the same. Well, hello, friend, and welcome back to another episode of The Daily Scott Shepard. It is I, Scott, and this episode is a special one, and the reason why is because I have decided to record it after my episode yesterday. Yes, that is why it is special. It is special for another reason, and that reason is this. I am recording this episode from one American Plaza in San Diego, California, overlooking the most beautiful, exquisite sunset, and I'm watching the sun go down. I'm sitting in my office with a beautiful, beautiful view of the San Diego Bay. And I am honored and grateful to have such an insanely beautiful view for episode 172. It is a Saturday, a Saturday evening, in fact, and the episode began right when the clock struck 7.54 p.m. And I am here, ladies and gentlemen, in my favorite place in the world. And I'm in my office right now, and in the conference room behind me, and well, down the hallway, is my little bro, who is cranking away on some work, and life philosophy work, and self-growth, and stuff that I absolutely am completely completely uh, committed to, just like almost every success story that lasts for, well, a long amount of time also is committed to. And don't worry, we did not start our workday at 7 a.m. We Indeed, had an amazing day. I mean, granted, we woke up a, a bit late, later than, well, the more socially accepted <laughs> hours, if you uh, consider consider a, a, a more of an, a, a societally, culturally accepted hours to be any time before, you know, I don't know, 1 p.m. And we cranked, went through our daily process, which... I will probably share with you in an upcoming letter of the Scott Shepard letter, my monthly premium amazing masterpiece in craft where I wherein you get to 
actually see me in my genius zone, which is in the realm of writing and not, believe it or not, of speaking, which may surprise a lot of people. And the specifics and what we do in my practice are probably best left for, and I've talked about my daily process and practice in in other episodes, and it is best left for an upcoming issue of the Scott Shepard letter. Now, he's cranking away. I am cranking away in the office, and we, of course, went through our daily process today. And part of the daily process entails uh, exercise and fitness and uh, working out. And it may seem, well, misplaced to hear about life philosophy in a well podcast or a show that mainly caters to copywriting and productivity in terms of uh, notes and note-taking and uh, personal knowledge management and, yeah, marketing, copywriting, entrepreneurship, all of that. However, I must remind you that not only is this critical and important and warranted, this also, the the practice of actually working out and jogging and doing some physical activity every single day, by the way, because it's easier that way to just be consistent and go every single day. That is something that the greatest copywriter who ever lived also instructed and instilled And you can view those letters, those glorious pieces of of advice, in what is known as the Boron Letters, written by Sir Gary Halbert when he was in Boron uh, Federal Prison for, well, essentially marketing a product and marketing it so well that his client just one day started to pack up and start stop fulfilling orders and ship out of town and well they went after the greatest copywriter who ever lived and he spent some time locked up he was in his 40s i believe when this occurred he was at the the tail end of many of the up and down journeys that we all go through in life. And in Boron Federal uh, Prison, he outlined his prescription for turning his life around, dominating, and most importantly, Never, ever, ever falling from grace so hard ever again. And he wrote a series of letters, copywritten to his son, uh, named Bond, who uh, is still, I believe, to 
some degree maintains the website today of uh and, and kevin also of gary halbert and they have thankfully released it the book and the letters right called the boron letters which you can find on amazon and in that one of if not the very first pieces of advice the greatest copywriter of all time outlines is to do your road work every day he calls it road work road work is essentially jogging and he would jog around this this hill this area in 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 the penitentiary which i don't even know if it is penitentiary but whatever it in that area that he was allowed to get out to and uh, let out to go to every single day. And it says a lot that that is the first piece of advice that the greatest copywriter of all time espouses and advocates. And I bring this up because, well, my little bro, this little bastard who... <laughs> He's uh, twice as tall as I am, which makes him not technically my little bro anymore. Um, but, I mean, that's not really a hard accomplishment. But we went on a quite the jaunt and the run earlier today. And we were running up this hill. This hill was an absolute beast of a hill. And mind you, we're going on this jog because I'm showing him my system, my daily process, which involves doing some sort of physical fitness activity, running, Peloton, CrossFit, whatever. And not not an insanely long or arduous thing, just something that you can consistently commit to and do every single day. Well, today I decided to, well, go on a jog and go in the hot sun and we got to a hill, and this hill is a beast of a hill. It's at the very tail end of the jog. And, well, instead of walking up it, which I I, I at first actually <laughs> threw that idea out. I was like, let's just walk it. He's like, no. Well, well, and also there was a chick walking down the hill at the same time. So, you know, we didn't want to just look like we stopped and our, you know, have just stopped our gallop into a into a walk. I mean, that would emasculate us and, well, disqualify us from all of her other suitors, obviously. So we decided to continue running and run up the hill. And we made it past the chick. And about, I don't know, 10 to, I don't know, 11 inches after i passed <laughs> the chick i decided to go down and slow down and stop and uh go to a walk you know because she couldn't see me anymore right my little bro was like no let's push it man up let's push it right i'm supposed to be actually doing like giving him that type of advice but i was like all right let's do this and then there's these golfers that saw us as well and they're like come on, you got this, you know, just screaming at us. And we're like, I'm like, okay, I can't puss out now. So we both proceeded to sprint up this, I don't know, quarter mile steep ass freaking hill. And 
we are both insanely grateful and happy we did. We were exhausted afterwards, but it's given us a second wind, second energy to crank and start working and kick ass and carry out world domination. And this experience reminded me of something which, you know, I I get reminded of this all the time whenever I work out with other people is that it is a lot more likely and we as human beings seem like we have a higher tendency to push ourselves when there is social comparison into social competition, right? And not just comp- not competition. I say competition because that's what Pete Carroll always espoused. And social comparison is the thing deeply rooted into our psychology that enables us to orient ourselves throughout the world. Okay? Hey, Scott Shepard here. Real quick. This podcast is sponsored by me. Yes, me, Sir Scott of Shepard. I am committed to never shilling some dildo hipster crappy freaking product like all the other podcasters do. All right? My only ask, however, is that you spend 10 seconds right now, literally pull to the side of the freaking road, the freeway, stop, (laughs) rate and review this podcast. Share it with a friend. This will help me spread my movement. You see, I want to create an army of 1,000 independent writers, creators, and thinkers who get to spend their days writing and creating using analog tools while making multiple six figures if they even need to, and more importantly, building a tribe of people that they were called to build, okay? And I want you to rate and review this podcast because it will directly help me in this mission. That's all I ask. All right. Now back to the regularly scheduled program. Peace. And the thing is, is that you can only become excellent or great at something when there are others involved And it doesn't even necessarily need to be under the context or framework of others uh, are there to coach you. It can even be others that you are teaching. You see, Russell Brunson, who is a wonderful marketer and copywriter, or not a copywriter, but just a, a great marketer, he said something recently on a podcast um, with, well, he's done two, okay, recently. The first one, which was a little unconventional and surprising for me, at least, to hear, was a podcast that Russell Brunson did. It was like a three-part podcast on a book that Russell read, and it took him a while to read, uh, like months, okay? And the book is called Atlas Shrugged. You've probably heard of the book, right? It's a pretty in-depth, thick, deep book, like philosophically deep. And it was surprising for me to actually hear that Russell, who is Russell's this, if you don't know, you know, this Mormon warrior in Boise, Idaho, who is just an insanely hard worker, former wrestler, you know, 
does what <laughs> society generally uh, deems respectable, unlike uh, unlike unlike well my philosophy, which is to well kick ass and take names, but also do it in a way wherein you feel and get in touch with your inner Stewie Griffin and add your own unique twist to life. <laughs> so it was a surprising book for me to hear that, that, that he read because it's, there's no in, in insanely uh, useful, immediate practical applications of such a book. And those are the types of book or books I read and have read. You know, I just completed a, another beast of a book. And I'm in the middle of quite a few beasts of books, and I'm able to manage it asynchronously thanks to my, well, my anti-net analog note card system. However, with Russell, what he pointed out, and this made a lot of sense, is that his highest value, like Russell's highest value, is ROI. It is getting an immediate return on every single input that you consume, meaning anything you learn, you want to get an ROI immediately on it. You want to put it to use. Well, for Russell, his immediate way of getting an ROI on this was to not just read Atlas Shrugged, but read it and then host a massive podcast, you know, three hours, may, may have gone four hours, a four-part, and teach it. So he taught it to his audience and on his podcast and got really an ROI out of something that wherein it usually has a indirect way of, well, getting results and generating results and generating a return. He got an immediate return on it by putting it to use, by doing the thing which is the most critical thing if you want to actually learn something, and that is to teach it. And there is no mistake and there is no coincidence involved in the fact that the greatest capitalist and investor of all time has declared that if he were to be remembered as being only one thing, he would be remembered as this, which is a teacher. Guess who said that? Warren Buffett. Another man said almost the same exact thing, quote for quote. And this man is regarded as probably one of the greatest coaches in NFL football and in history. And the name of that man is named Bill Walsh. The 49ers, Joe Montana, 
era, West Coast offense, world domination. And it is no coincidence that both of them recognize the importance, the power, and the fulfillment that is gained from being a teacher. The interesting thing is that teaching is not something wherein you, well, have to give up another activity or thing that you're doing, such as, well, learning or reading or working on something. No. In fact, it is the best form of doing those things. You get immediate ROI and you learn something way better than you otherwise would because you're pushed to do so because you need to teach and explain it to someone. I mean, this, this is advice or something that you guys have probably heard before, right? And not only that, but it is also helping out someone who doesn't actually know all of the things that you've, well, all the knowledge that you have that you've probably taken for granted. And therefore, I would highly advise you that if you are a consumer of information or if you see yourself as someone that, well, is still learning or needs to pick up new skills, the thing you ought to do is shut your mouth and start teaching. Even if no one listens to you, even if no one bothers to consume what you are teaching, you know, like either on a YouTube video or whatever, right? The most critical thing is to still do it, is to still teach, is because it's not for others. It is for the self, others, and the entire whole. And with that, well, I shall end my preaching and my life philosophy because I, quite frankly, need to urinate. <laughs> so, thank you very much and for tuning in. And if you're listening, and if you've listened this long and late, well, you're in for a special journey and a special ride because... This party and the Daily Scott Shepper is just getting started, and we are going to be making a tidal wave of world domination in the near future. And I look forward to one day meeting you in person. It's going to happen, and, well, I'm not sure if I'm going to fly out and have my friend Dennis Rodman Actually, I probably will because, well, he's the, the good soul that got me addicted to cigars for like four months of my life in this past year. <laughs> but the bottom line is this. I'm going to end my preaching for now and go and continue to dominate and work. Not really work, but really partake in crafting out the 
best and most fulfilling world domination that you will have ever seen in your life. And I will make sure that you get to be a part of it. And so that, ladies and gentlemen, and my friend, ends tonight's therapy session. (laughs) I quite literally am about to piss my pants. So thank you very much for tuning in. And it is Scott Shepper at, let's see what time it is. I don't know. 8.17 p.m. On a Saturday night, signing off from One American Plaza. Oh, and P.S. Always remember to stay crispy, my friend. See you tomorrow. Hey, real quick. This podcast was made possible by my sponsor, which is me. Yes, frickin' me. Sir Scott of Shepherd. You see, I am committed to never shilling some dildo freaking hipster crappy product like all the other podcasters do. All right? So my only ask is that you spend 10 seconds right now, pull to the side of the road, even if you're on the freaking freeway, and rate and review this podcast. Then share it with a friend. That's my only ask. You see, this will help spread my movement. I want to create an army of 1,000 independent writers, creators, and thinkers who get to spend their days doing what they love, writing, creating, thinking, and taking notes using analog tools, while also making multiple six figures if they even choose to. And more importantly, I want to help my people build a tribe, a tribe of people that they were meant to serve. And so by rating and reviewing this podcast right now, you will directly help me and many others in achieving this mission. Peace.